Kia ora and welcome to Business Your Way, a podcast where I take you behind the scenes and look at the strategies, systems and support needed to grow and scale an online service business. One that not only supports you and your family financially, but one that gives you the freedom to live the life of your dreams. I'm taking the many lessons learnt over the last two decades of running my own business and working with hundreds of clients to bring you what's working now conversations. I'm pulling back the curtain to bring you real stories from real people, including myself. We're going to talk about everything from how to get clarity on your vision, creating systems so you can automate and delegate, how to hire a kick-ass team that creates raving, returning and referring clients. We're even going to talk about how to kick those limiting beliefs to the curb so that you can flourish in your business. I'm your host, Sandra Julian, an Indigenous mama of three, fashion-loving sewist and business strategist. Each week, I want to help you dream big, plan well and do the work to grow and scale your business your way. Kia and welcome. I am back on board after a couple of weeks of unexpected leave. I trust that you've enjoyed the last couple of episodes that my amazing podcast editor, Linda Stevenson, pulled together, uh, which were the highlights from our guest episodes that we've had over the last six months. Because so often, We have some amazing guests on the podcast and once their episode airs, it kind of just never gets revisited again. So there's so much good information in guest episodes. I really loved the idea of pulling together the like business tips and business insights from our guests and pulling them all together in a highlights episode so you get the best of the best. So I do hope that you have enjoyed the last couple of weeks but I am back and this week I want to share with you my quarterly planning process. I had hoped to do this earlier, so this was an episode I was planning to do until yeah, I had to be unexpectedly on leave. So we just finished the first quarter of 2022, and I don't know about you, but it feels like the year is just racing by. For us, the end of a quarter always signals a time to review the last quarter and to assess the progress that we're making against our annual plan. So in this episode, I want to share with you our quarterly planning process that I use in my event agency and share this with you. Even if you do do annual and quarterly planning, it's always interesting to see what others do and things that you can learn for your own planning process because for too many years I didn't do any kind of quarterly planning let alone annual planning. One year rolled into the next and it felt like all I was doing was working on client projects and trying to secure the next client. And 
If you've been on the podcast for a wee while, you'll know that I run a business event agency and that requires meticulous planning over many months to bring our clients' events to life. But it wasn't something that we were applying to our own business. We had all of these planning skills, but we weren't applying them to our own business to help us grow and evolve. My business has always come last. It's come after the client projects and it's always had the last of my energy. So it always got pushed. So when a client project become priority, anything relating to my own business just kept getting pushed out of the way. And to be honest, working on client projects, looking for the next client, securing the next client, making a name for ourselves, it was all consuming and it consumed all of my energy. So I just didn't have any time to spend on my own business until I decided a few years back that things needed to change and nothing was going to change until I changed. And so my favorite saying at the moment is nothing changes if nothing changes. You have to be intentional about making change if you want things to change. So perhaps for the last five years now, I've been really intentional about our annual planning and our quarterly planning and prioritizing it over all else. So I don't really want to get into my annual planning process in this episode. That I'll put that into a whole nother episode for you. But just to say, I approach my annual planning on a calendar year, so from January to December. Despite our financial year being April to March. So I don't plan around financial year so much as I like to go January to December. So do my annual planning in January because again, I like to finish my year. I like to, you know, put all of my energy into Q4 and finish all of the projects that we said we were going to finish in Q4 because I find that if we do our annual planning in November or December, we're moving our minds into the future without having finished the now projects. So I do my my annual planning in January and it's always after I've had a two-week break. So Christmas, New Year's, we take a two-week break, shut the computers, don't even think about work. So when we come back in January, we've got a really fresh mind that we can reflect on the last 12 months and put a plan in place for the next 12 months. And at that time, we also look at what are we going to get done in Q1. In today's episode, I want to cover off our scheduling, what's involved in getting the scheduling for each of our quarterly plans onto our calendars so it's a priority, who's involved in our annual and quarterly planning, the structure that I use for our quarterly planning, and then how we turn that quarterly planning day into an action plan which keeps us accountable for the quarter. 
So let's first talk about scheduling. So we do our annual planning in January and during that time we look at our calendars for the rest of the year and we schedule in our quarterly planning days. So I like to do our quarterly planning either the last week of the quarter or the first week of the following quarter, which gives us a two-week window in which to find a half a day. And our quarterly planning takes us a good half a day these days. So we plug it in for end of March, beginning of April. We just did our quarterly planning just this week, and I'm recording this one week ahead of you listening. So we did our quarterly planning. Our next one is will be scheduled for end of June, beginning of July. I actually think it's the last week of June, that one, without going and checking my calendar. And then we'll also have another session in our calendar last week in September or first week in October. Again, I suspect that one's the first week of October without going and checking my calendar. So they are all in the diary. We put them in in January. And that allows us to put it first. It is a priority in the calendar, so it gets locked in first. Then when it comes to the other things that go on in our business, we can plan around our quarterly dates, which are already there. My team know that quarterly planning is a priority and it's already scheduled at the beginning of the year. And I plan with my team. So I've got a small team and that is really intentional. I grew my business to, you know, a a bigger team and I didn't enjoy that so much. So I like a small team and I include my full-time employees in my quarterly planning. And I do that because they are the people who are involved in the business on the day-to-day. And so they've always got valuable insights and they see things just a little bit differently to myself. Their work that they're doing is stuff that I don't get to put my hands on anymore on the day-to-day. So what they bring to our quarterly planning is really valuable insofar as what we can improve, what we can stop doing, what we can start doing in order to be a productive team and to keep our business innovating, leading in our industry and really being productive as a team. So I include my full-time employees in my quarterly planning. And our quarterly planning takes about a half a day, a good solid four hours that we dedicate to it. Sometimes we do in-person meetings, sometimes we do virtual meetings, but the structure to the meeting remains the same. So for an in-person meeting, we will go out of the office, we will usually go and hire a small meeting room with a whiteboard and we'll take a bunch of sticky notes and we will do all of our planning on sticky notes. If we are doing our quarterly planning virtually, I use a tool called Middle 
or Miro, depending on how you like to pronounce it. It is M-I-R-O, and it is an electronic whiteboard where you can use stickies and all kinds of very cool tools. We can all get inside the whiteboard in real time. We can see each other moving around the whiteboard and putting sticky notes, writing on sticky notes. We can move them around. It is a really cool tool. I'll put a link to it into the show notes. So if you want to go and check that tool out and see how you could possibly use it for your remote team in virtual meetings, then it's something I would highly recommend. So in personal virtual, we follow the same structure to our quarterly planning. So first off, we celebrate our wins. And we spend about five or ten minutes with each of us just writing down all of our wins, one win per sticky note, and we stick it on a board. Once we've all had time to reflect on our own quarter and put it onto a sticky note, then we take a look as a team at all of the sticky notes and just celebrate each other. It is a really good way to start the meeting to really reflect on how much you really did achieve in that last quarter. Once we've done that, then we move on to a section that we've called what needs adjustment. And there's four quadrants in this component and it is follows a KISS acronym. So it's what we keep, what we improve, what we stop and what we start. So what we keep is what's helped us move forward this quarter and the things that we want to keep doing in order to continue to move us forward. The improve is about how we could do things differently to continue to evolve. So something might be working, but it needs tweaking, or we could do it better. We take a look at what we could improve. Then it's what we could stop doing, what's no longer serving us. We can stop doing it because we don't need it as part of our process or it's just taking up time or it's out of date. Whatever it might be, we've got a let's stop doing this section. And then the last section is start. What should we do next? So what are some things that we could start doing that would help us improve or innovate, or offer new offerings to our clients. So what can we start doing to make our business better? So again, we kind of take five minutes of solo time, if you like, if I can call it that, where we each just take our sticky notes and we make notes and we put them in each of these four quadrants. And then after about five minutes, we all take a look one quadrant at a time. We discuss the sticky notes in that quadrant that the team have put in there. And we agree as a team, are we going to action it? Is that something that we should do now? Is it easy? Is it going to take time? What does it look like? Or we agree, yes, let's stop doing that and let's stop doing that now. Or it might be something that we agree to stop doing next quarter and phase it out. But we take a look at each one of these quadrants, keep, improve, stop and start. And we evaluate what we want to take into the next quarter. So once we've done that, we then move on to reflecting on the progress we made against our Q1 plan. 
So up until now, we haven't even looked at our Q1 plan. But step three in our process is to get that quarterly plan out and review. What have we done? Were the focus areas that we chose for the quarter, were they appropriate? Were the tasks under each focus area, how much progress did we make against them? Most of the time, we get about 80 to 90% through our plan and things are done by the time we get to this review stage. And then we look at them and we go, okay, how far are they off being completed? And should we take them into Q2? Or if it's not started, why wasn't it started? Is now not the right time? And should that be deferred to another time? So we evaluate our last quarterly plan. Most of the time, we move our unfinished tasks into the next quarter. And so this helps us plan appropriately for the next quarter that we're heading into. And before we put this next quarterly plan together, we take a look at a couple of things. One are the tasks that we're bringing forward from the last quarter, those unfinished tasks that we're going to carry on with and get done. So those go into the plan first. And because we're a business event agency, we take a look at the number of events that we've got to deliver in this next quarter. So that's the second thing that we put into our quarterly plan. That then helps us evaluate how much time and capacity do we have as a team in this coming quarter. And from there, we look at what are our focus areas. So how I like to put together a quarterly plan is I have a a kind of a grid-like system. I have on an A4 page landscape, I have got four columns. The first column is our focus area, then it's month one, month two, and month three. And then the rows down the page are no more than four focus areas. I don't like to tackle any more than four focus areas. Sometimes it's just two focus areas in a quarter because each focus area will then have tasks in month one, tasks in month two, and tasks in month three, usually. Sometimes a focus area might be able to get tasks done, you know, just in two months. But this is how we approach it, which really allows us to only take on enough in our quarterly plan that works with everything else that's got going on. Because usually our quarterly plan is improvement within our business or starting something new within our business. This year for our quarterly plan, we are going to introduce one new product into our business, but that's been building over the last couple of years and it's a slow development of a product that we're working on. So that's a continuous always. But for everything else that we've got coming into our plan, we're just looking to improve our business practices. So for instance, in quarter one, one of our focus areas was to review our proposal and job costing process and templates. And so that was a focus area in Q1 and we managed to all but get that done. 
the only thing left to do is review our proposal template which we're bringing into Q2. The other focus area that we've got is our standard operating procedures. We're just overhauling them completely. We're moving them from a manual table of contents in a Word document and we're moving it over to monday.com into our project management tool. So this is a big job. It'll probably take us a good six to nine months to get this done as we're working alongside all of the other things that we are doing in the business. So in Q2, we've got an event per week every month in Q2. So we are really busy in this coming quarter. So we didn't want to overcommit ourselves with our quarterly plan. So we've strategically chosen focus areas that we are going to be looking at as we are delivering our client events. So this is something that we can spend a little bit more time with when we get to it and review our template and review our process, put it in place for that client that we're working on, improve, put it into our SOPs and keep moving forward. So it's not too much of an extra work for us. So that's how we structure our quarterly planning process. Once we've got our quarterly plan onto a piece of paper, and it's just an A4 piece of paper, then my virtual business manager takes this and puts it into monday.com. We've got a annual planning board in monday.com, which is my project management tool. That uh, board is broken down into groups. Each group is a quarter. And under each quarter are the tasks that need to be completed that we've agreed at our quarterly planning day. They get a person allocated to each task and a timeline of when it needs to be done next to it. And any notes that have come out of our quarterly planning also go against that task. And then every week at our team meeting, we review our quarterly plan. How are we progressing with our tasks? Are they on track? Are they off track? Have we hit a roadblock? Does something different need to happen? Is one staff member at maximum capacity and maybe we need to reallocate some tasks to a different team member? We take a look at all of that at our weekly team meeting. It only takes a good like 5-10 minutes tops and we're moving through but it keeps us accountable to our quarterly plan. And of course, your quarterly plan correlates with your annual plan. The things that you're doing on your quarter by quarter should already be a priority on your annual plan. And that's how we now approach our annual planning, our quarterly planning, and we keep ourselves accountable on a weekly basis to the things that we say we're going to do. This has been a game changer for my business. I can't even tell you how different my business feels with an annual and quarterly planning process with a weekly accountability meeting with my team. It gives real purpose to our weekly team meetings and the business is growing and evolving faster than it ever did in the years prior to me implementing this process. 
But this process that I just described to you isn't the same as what it was when I first implemented it. It's taken me a wee while to work out what works for me and what works for my team and what works for my business. And so I've had many iterations of what an annual and a quarterly plan look like, but where we've landed right now, it works for us. So this is something that you will need to do for yourself. You'll need to work out what works for you. What works for somebody else's business might not work for you, but you could trial it. You could see what others are doing and say, oh, that sounds good. I think I that resonates with me. Let me try that. And so you might try exactly as they've described it, and then you'll go, oh, that wasn't for me so much. Let me tweak that and do it this way. And then you start to evolve your own process around what works for you. You ditch what doesn't and you take what does and it keeps you moving forward with no fluff, no hassle and none of this old business planning because it's what you're meant to do and you end up putting it in the bottom drawer and never looking at it again. Your annual plan, your quarterly plan, they should be active live documents that you are working by every day, keeping yourself accountable every week to the plan to continue to evolve your business. So I hope you've enjoyed this episode and looking at how I do my quarterly planning. You are welcome to take any part of that, adopt it, adapt it, trial it, do what works for you. If you've got any questions at all about anything that I've raised in today's episode and you just want to fire a question at me, then jump on over to Instagram and send me a direct message. Type it out, send me a voicemail, whatever works for you. That's probably the best way to get hold of me. I'm checking my direct messages over there on the daily basis. Before you go today, I wanted to say thank you for being here and listening all the way to the end. All of the links to this week's episode can be found in the show notes. Or if you like to read a really good blog, then you can head over to my website at sandrajulian.co forward slash podcast. Now you've probably realized that running a business is not for the faint hearted. There are challenges coming at you left, right and centre every day. But I'm here to tell you that challenges are only challenges because you haven't yet found an answer to them. The solution could actually be easier than you may think. But if you're anything like me, you tend to overthink or overanalyze the solution that is right in front of you. So what do you have to do to become the best boss you could possibly be? Well, you could go and take my two-minute free agency owner persona quiz at sandrajulian.co forward slash quiz. Here you'll find out how you can scale and streamline your business without compromising you and your lifestyle. I can't wait to know what your results are So once you've done the quiz, why don't you take a screenshot, jump over to Instagram, share it on your stories, and don't forget to tag me. 
I'm at sandrajulian.co. If you've enjoyed today's episode, make sure that you hit the subscribe button to get notified of the new episodes as soon as they're released. And if you listen on Spotify or the Apple Podcast app, then I'd really appreciate if you could rate the show and perhaps leave a quick review if you are on the Apple app. Those five stars would mean the world to me and it would help get this show in the ears of more online service business owners. Alrighty, my friend, have the most productive week and I will talk to you again real soon.